0: We're on page Yud Zayin, there's a little piece at the bottom of Tzayin. It's really talking about the months of Av and Avtamos and Av. We don't. Be, it's it's not really. You know, to right now to what we need to focus on. So we'll continue on page Yud Zayin. It says paragraph Isiud Gimel. A very 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 big. His y- 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 side in raising our families, raising ourselves our students friends it's everything it's not only it's not only with with children and this is what Rabbi three Meir wants to focus on really for the rest of the countries. he's focusing on this and you'll see why the see if you don't have Leve- it's chaval only a few of you have you don't have the countries at you have to look in uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a shame so it's very hard to follow especially if it's seven o'clock Everybody gets tired all right we'll be doing some English insight too that you have so we'll do it in a few minutes so we're going to talk now more about one of the one of the things we're going to focus on more A Shad Kol shir simcha says that the Icar is the main thing is that any place of any place of Yiddishkeit whether it's in the home or it's in the yeshiva it has to be a place that's filled with a wondrous and tremendous amount of ahava of love and of simcha and of joy shalva and it has to be a place that's filled with tremendous hashpos, a tremendous influx, a tremendous amount of shalva, shalva quiet and peacefulness and a feeling of a feeling of, of security. Koyach <laughs> This has a tremendous koyach of Shmir to protect the children. Ananiya covered how you We know the Chazal tell us that the clouds, the protective clouds that we spoke about earlier in the mind in the Kunchas, that the protective clouds would symbolize our, our children being protected and our homes being surrounded. The Anania covered and the S'chus of Arunakain. And the whole inion of Arunakain was Ohev Shalom Virade Shalom. The whole the whole the essence of Aaron HaKoyim was that he he loved the Jews, he loved to make peace between Jews, he was a Shalom. day Shalom. What does it mean in the schus of Aaron? How does that affect us? The Chazal makes such a big thing about this. Then the schus of Aaron we had these clouds of glory surrounding us. It's not just history. Everything the Torah is telling us about about ourselves now, and what, what Chazal is telling us, and what the Torah is telling us, is that in order for us to have ananiha covered surrounding our homes, and surrounding our children wherever they go in this world, the icker is that that, that 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 this should be that the home should be filled with ahava, with love, and with shalva, and with and with and with shalom. This brings shmir. It's a shmir lein which is what we're, we're davening for, especially Friday night. Friday night when when we're able to return inward into our homes and into our real personal and private lives of, in the community, in the shul, around the table. And we're trying to strengthen the Ananiya covenant. Shabbos has a tremendous card to do that. We've spoken about that in the past. That Shabbos has to, so important that Shabbos should be Shabbos. It should be Shabbos primarily should be with a family, with a home. It became a popular thing to constantly have company and guests and to have a tumult. This is a new thing in Klai, so that's a, this, the, the extra socializing on Shabbos as opposed to strengthening. I'm not talking about helping, obviously, people need to, need to invite others over, to be machazik, especially people that need Chazik, but primarily Shabbos is a time to strengthen the Ananiak of the clouds of glory, and that's what we're davening for: to be in to spread upon us the sukkah, the covering, the protective covering of Hashem's peace. Chazal tell us that the only, the only Jews, the only ones from B'nai Yisrael who are Moloch were able to attack were those who were who were excluded from the cloud of glory Sheva Don for reasons that we're not going to go into right now there were Jews who unfortunately were excluded from the cloud and, when, and, and because they were not surrounded and protected by that cloud of glory they were vulnerable to the attack of Amalek and, and nowadays there are many many children and many adults who feel that they're not surrounded by that Ananiya covered that comes with a home that's filled with Ahava that's filled with love, that's filled with respect, that's filled with shalom. <laughs> Hakoyach shel Ahava, yesh at suma shel Shmira. may is explaining, and it's not anything we don't know, but we have to learn in the context of Torah, oh that Ahava, this, that Ahava love, has the most remarkable strength of shmirah the, the Aaron Hakoyin, whose entire Middle was uh, was Oyeva was an Oyeva Yisrael who loved everyone Everywhere Aaron went He created these protective clouds Now we have to understand what does that mean And how does that work Yeish Hashposhel Year of Yeish Hashposhel Ahava We know that That there is also certainly a very very important Hashpah, a way of uh, A certain media that we need to We need to infused into our homes and into our lives which is of course the media of, the era, of of being God-fearing In our relationship with Hashem there's love and there's fear So too, in a relationship with parents there's love and there's fear okay, We're not talking about being afraid it means respect and awe the clapping malamdim with teachers yesh ahave In the relationship between students and teachers, there's love and fear. The wrote says and Hashem's Baruch wants us to feel both of these things, to, to, have, to feel both the ahave and the yir. However, before Mashiach comes, all the svarim teach us ha'ikur Even though, of course, there has to be discipline, and there must be respect, and there must be fear. But the ikur before Mashiach comes, the main midah that will keep, that will protect our children in yeshiva and home and ourselves, the main midah is ahava. There's a tremendous, tremendous hunger, more than ever before, and a need for children to be loved, for, for even for Hashem's older children, that's us, to be to be loved, and the and the atmosphere of the yeshivas and of the homes in the old days that were maybe to a larger extent focusing on the yira, on the fear and on the respect and the awe nowadays many of those homes where the parents or the yeshivas, where the teachers or principals persist with that um, with that Mida of yirah being stronger than fear, being stronger than love there are many sacrifices And there are many who are being excluded From the cloud of Hashem's protection And Nabuch, many of the sacrifices Many of the kabanas we see around us Here and there, Israel, everywhere Sunday <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you remember that Avraham, Yitzchak and Yaakov <coughs> Even though each one is very very loved by Hashem And each one of course is the embodiment of a different midah So in the first brach of Shemana Esrei, we say every day Elokeinu <speaking in> Elokei <Hebrew> Avraham Elokei Yitzchak Yaakov Avraham means love, means chesed Yitzchak means fear And Yaakov means truth The Gemara makes a point to to explain to us That even though Even though all three are precious But how do we end that bracha? Bracha to Hashem Mogain Avraham The shield of Avraham And Chazal tell us that Hashem told Avraham Even though Even though all three Are beloved But the chasima The seal The seal is always the essence Is the main thing the seal is with Avraham The Swarm tells us on a deeper level That Bechach Haisman means historically That there were different times in history Where different Midos, Whether of love or fear Amos There were different Avraham, Different times in history There were different Midas of Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov that were, that were, so to speak, ruling over the others But Bechach Haisman means That before Mashiach comes The Chassima The end of time the conclusion of history. To bring Mashiach, the Iker is the Chassima, the Nailah of history, is Bukhah, is with the Midah of what? Of Avmavim. And the Midah of Avmavim, who is Avramahavim, as it says in Pasuk, Avmahavim is my beloved, means the Midah of Chesed, the Midah of ahava of love. Which doesn't mean Chassashom without year, without fear. It means that the Iker, the Iker nowadays must be ahava. And it's frightening to see. And we're going to read. And we're going to talk more about this. How many educators and how, how many educators who are supposed to understand children simply don't get it. They don't understand this. That the Iker is even more important. It's hard to believe. More important than SATs, and even more important than regions. More important than even the grades in Gemara and Chumash. Is the mitzvah of the chachosmen of ahava of a child feeling? When he comes into the yeshiva That my rebbe loves me My teacher loves me Or when you walk into the house That my parents love me I'm loved And that's the side of the That the chassima Is with Avramavina. Let's understand more V'yesh Continuing in, in paragraph in Yudalek Vi'esh harbe har On page Yudzaim V'yesh harbe harbe sibos. Loma, ahava. There are many, many reasons for this. Why is it that riboy ahava, with increased love and riboy simcha, with increased joy riboy or, with increased light masikus, with increased sweetness more pleasantness If a house is filled with these more and more more and more of these midas, of sweetness and of love and simcha and the more yeshiva is filled with this, why is it that, there are many reasons, why is it that, that to the degree that a Homer yeshiva are filled with these qualities of joy, of sweetness, of pleasantness, of love, why is it that that creates more of a shmir, a protection? clouds that will protect these children that when they grow up as they grow up they're going to remain within Klai Yisrael. they're going to remain within the cloud there are many many reasons for this <coughs> We're going to talk about two main reasons Why is it that this is so important Why is it that the Holy avoid of love and of joy bring to a shmira everybody's worried what's going to be the uh, children at risk, kids at risk, kids at risk, they're going to go off the derrach every parent their, their, their parents have told me they're afraid to have children because they don't want to have they don't want to have issues and they're afraid what's going to be with my kids, they're going to go off the derrach, there's so many kids everywhere you turn, every family here, there's God forbid there's something going on and the, and, and, and the one thing that is most obvious and most clear and should be most natural to a Jew especially to a parent which is ahava, love, and to create an atmosphere of simcha, of joy, that a child look forward, looks, looks forward to coming home and wants to be with these people and feels the excitement of being with these people. I saw in a, a sefer, a parish on the Haggadah, it's almost Pesach, it says in the Haggadah of Rabaralah, the Tzadik from Yisraelim Rabaralah, it says that he explains that got to Levincha, the mitzvah of the Haggadah, to tell our children about Yitzhak Mitzrayim. To tell our children. The Mitzvah of Pesach Night. Vihigadata Levincha. Means to tell over the story to your children. So Vihigadatah, Rabbi Arala says that, vihigadata, that the word Vihigadatah, which means to tell or to convey, is also the word Megadim. Who knows what it means, Megadim? Megadim means candy. It means sweet, something which is sweet, delicious. He says, if you want to to convey the story of Yiddishkeit to your children, it's only when it's sweet and delicious will will they be able to accept it. And you have to tell them in such a way, to tell the children that I also, to me Yiddishkeit is so sweet, if you tell your son, if a father tells his son that Gemara is, is terrific and Mishnah is terrific, but the son gets the impression that it's not so sweet to his father, so then it's not going to be sweet to him either. If you tell if you tell your daughters, If you tell the girls how sweet it is to say to and and how sweet it is, and how delicious it is to be a Jewish girl, but they don't see their mothers enjoying their Yiddishkeit, so then it's not sweet; it loses its taste. So, Shmaya so explains. That hasibah harishayin. The first reason who k'moshakosu mitzadikim pech yudzayin, k'moshakosu mitzadikim shrusim again lenu. Sheika karech hayetzah, who the main karech, the main strength of the Eight Sahara, who should kol echad yeshlo as a nefesh elokis. Every single Jew has Baruch Hashem within him, within her, a godly soul. Shechelak Elokim Mal, which is a portion of God Himself, in my helege koyches with all the holy koyches strength. Shul midas kiviyoches shakresh Just like Hashem is baruch, we were taught that Hashem is baruch l'chashem agdule v'agvur v'tiferes That there are seven midas with which Hashem conducts this world. Chesed v'gvur tiferes netzach ha'ayin. Malchus, seven midas that Hashem is baruch that Hashem's Baruch uses to run this world so each and every one of us has a portion of God within us with these seven midas and we have the three levels of intellect which is Chabad Chachma, Bina and Das and also inside each and every one of us there's an animal soul and the animal soul also has the three and the seven but in a negative way Intellectually and emotionally, but in a negative way. This is a very big in, 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 in the teachings of the Tov and his students. That just, We've spoken about it many, many times over the years. That just like in holiness, a Jew has this midah that's called chesed, which means a Jew has a tremendous... Capacity to love and a desire to love, and and a desire to be loved, and it's not like it's not the same as, as what a guy has. The the of a Jew, who has within him a a living soul, Hashem mamish inside of him, which a guy doesn't have. That a Jew has such a koyich, a chelik means that the same way that Hashem has an infinite infinite capacity to love the same way but of course a human being is finite but a human being contains within him this amazing drive to love and the shaila is not whether a Jew will love or won't love, the Shiloh is only what will the Jew love or what wo- or won't he love, it's not a question of whether he can live without loving, the nature the very essence of a Jew is to love because he's filled with this Midah of ahava of Avmarvinu unfortunately what Ratsimei is saying is that if love is not if love is not going to be used in the service of Hashem' loving one's children loving a husband loving a wife loving one's teachers and so on if love is not going to be channeled into something which is positive then the person will not stop loving he will just love those things that God forbid are low and disgusting that's what he says <laughs> and, and the well explained this. We see this in the Chumash in a very, very powerful way. The Torah, the Torah has a posik where it tells us about God forbid a relationship between a brother and a sister, an incestuous relationship. A brother and a sister are living together like a husband and wife. And the Torah calls such a thing, what? by what word, who knows? The Torah says, Chesed. Who? It's very odd. And over there, Chesed is, t- is translated as a disgusting abomination. But we all know that that's not what Chesed really means. Chesed really means love. Kindness, right? So the Bosh Hashanah explained That here we have the most horrible example Of the most beautiful midah, which is love But that Mida of love is in a state of Ahava nefula. It's fallen into the most horrible thing into, into that which is the greatest abomination A relationship, God forbid, in a family in such a way That's incestuous That's Ahava Nifula It's love that has fallen It comes from a very high place it comes from a desire to love. It comes from Chesed. It comes from, the, from that great, exalted, supernal need of Hashem that's called Chesed. It comes from Av mavinu. But it's being used. It's it's being applied in this person's life. It's it's fallen into into into, the, into a use that is horrible and it's disgusting. As Kol na not is the Drum This same Mida of Ahava of love that gives us the ability to love Hashem and to love the people who, we, who Hashem wants us to love and to love Torah and to love mitzvahs and to love all good things this same midah vahava, if it's not nurtured in a healthy way if it's not experienced by a child as love between parents and love of parents to Hashem and, and, and an environment in yeshiva with this love of Jews and love of Yiddishkeit then the child won't stop loving because it's the most natural need in a Jew to love, but he might love other things. He could be misshigia in love with money, could be in love with, with the wrong girl, it could be oh, the wrong guy, misshigia in love with the wrong, with the wrong people, places, things. But madly in love, madly in love. The chaver that are, the that are turned off from being in yeshiva, they're not incapable of loving. Most of them, most of them are are, are developing are developing the midah vahavah in, in the wrong way. They're not incapable of loving. In many ways, a lot of that have, a, have a greater have a greater ability to express love than the than the than the typical kids in yeshiva. But they didn't. They, they weren't able, for whatever reason, in their homes in the yeshiva, they weren't able to to find a base. In which love would be able to flourish in a holy way. So that need to love and be loved ended up in the streets. Ended up in things that are unholy. The explanation, the reason for this, and we've spoken about this so many times, is that when Yiddishkeit is not delightful to a child, when Yiddishkeit is not enjoyable, When Yiddishkeit is not lichtig, it's not shining in his life. When Yiddishkeit is hard and boring and meaningless and be quiet and just listen and do this and do that. When Yiddishkeit is without singing, without rikudim, without dancing. When it's it's without simch. When it's the Yiddishkeit that is dark and foreboding. So then it only means that the children will seek love someplace else. Because their association with Torah and Yiddishkeit, all of their associations are dark and depressing. A Rebbe who wasn't smiling, a parent, Yiddish Yiddishkeit, in a home where the Kite was not with simple Joy, was not with a Shabbos, a Lichlige Shabbos, but it seemed that the parents were just doing it because they had to, and it was a pain in the neck, and they really didn't want to. And how the parents spoke to each other, it looks like they had to be married, they they, 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 they don't really want to be with each other, but they have to be with each other. And, and the whole Hergish, a Rebbe who the kids could see doesn't really want to be in their class, he he really would rather not be in the yeshiva he'd rather not be teaching us and and there's no feeling of of the Rebbe loving being here, wanting to be with us of my parents loving each other and loving us and wanting to be here but the parents, the children feel that that their parents, would, they would be happier How many children feel is that their parents would be happier If they never would have been born Because it seems that everything in life That my parents are upset and annoyed is always, is always with me, with me I'm causing my parents to always be upset And annoyed and angry and worried And because of me, my parents are arguing And fighting And, and the child begins to associate His entire presence, his entire life With sadness And, and with and And so Tzimaya says that Zedvar Mamukim Baruchem is obviously a very deep and, and long Indian, complicated Indian. And the Kudabikzar, briefly, he says, vod and They're cooking in this Indian, very strong. It's an expression in Yiddish. It means that the uh, bubbling, strong, and boiling in this Indian, "Meglal because the neshama of a Jew, the holy neshama of a Jew. The neshama of a Jew comes from the highest place, from the throne of Hashem's glory. And our ultimate destination is to return and to delight in Hashem's presence. That means that the neshama is, by its essence, coming from a place of delight and returning to a place of delight. And embedded in the very in the very essence of the neshama is its need and its natural desire and yearning to enjoy, to be happy, to delight. Fill us, Hashem. Satiate us and fill us with your goodness. It's the nature of a Jew. <speaking in Hebrew> with Hashem, in Hashem's presence where the neshama comes from, there's only joy. Libchin shall smekim kenasinos and Mesinai. Like when Hashem gave us the Torah Har Sinai, it was the Torah was given with tremendous lichtakite, light, and joy. Mamela, therefore, Shachosul in the Shamma next page. Shechosulin Shahma Yudhas is at Hanugama Kedoshim When the Nishama is lacking, holy joy and holy delight of Sabainum Tu of When a Jew is not enjoying davening, not enjoying learning, when a Jew is not enjoying, not enjoying the atmosphere, the environment of Yiddishkeit. As ha'or hakadosh, the holy light of Yiddishkeit. As simcha kadosh, and the joy of Yiddishkeit. Then the yetsar comes, to all of his friends. And it has the ability It has the ability to, to bring into the mind of a Jew All kinds of delusions Phony delusions All kinds of fantasies That what are the fantasies That there are other ways For you to have a good time in life Yiddishkeit is not it There must be other ways The most basic need of a Jew Is to delight Is to enjoy Is to feel simcha And light and when a person is not feeling that in Yiddishkeit, so then the etzar comes along and says, well, Yiddishkeit is not what's going to do it for you. Yiddishkeit's not going to do it for you. But there are other things in life that could bring you joy. There are other things. Owning this and having that and a boyfriend and a girlfriend and, and, and uh, this kind of music and that kind of friend and this kind of uh, uh, profession. All of these are the things that are going to give you the tanug, the delight and the pleasure that you so desperately long for. v'simcha The Yitzar comes and tells you that there are other things in life. Nidushka is not going to do it for you. There are many people that say that. It's not doing it for me. Shabbos is not doing it for me. film is not doing it for me. film is not doing it for me. What does it mean? It's not doing it for you. And more than ever, before Mashiach comes Since our generation is desperate for love Since it's, it's Avon Avinu's time and Davon Amelech's time And the whole Indian in this world was Ahava was love, is love It was and is love So if they're not going to get it Then they're going to begin like in the old song They're going to begin looking for love in all the wrong places That's, that's just a teva That's just the nature of a generation They're going to look for gishmak for simcha, or They're going to look for delight in gishmak someplace else we all know that of course Those other things ultimately Are not going to give that person A feeling of, of joy and of light Temporarily it'll, it'll, it'll give them an experience That's exciting, that's different, that's fun But, but as Chazal tell us And what brings in a, in a minute In the end it turns very bitter Because the soul of a Jew is from an exalted place It comes from Hashem from the throne of glory and all these other joys, these, all these other imposters that claim to have the ability to bring him joy, to bring him simcha, they can't. And because they can't, he's more bitter and frustrated and angry than before. And many times, many times when they're far away from their parents, far away from the yeshivas, and they see that, that Yiddish Kai can be good and Yiddish can be happy, not the way he was shoved down my throat, and not the way that it was misrepresented, and they, and they begin to realize that God himself is not angry the way my parents said he is. And my rabbi. And God is not vengeful and nasty and mean and petty the way that my rabbi and parents, God forbid, said that he is. And that God is smiling so that they can return to Hashem's boh. After going through all the bitterness of looking for simcha and looking for talik and looking for joy and pleasure in their own places. This all sheker, Mishav, dimyan mamish. dimyon mamish. It's all imagination. It's all imagination. That's why this past Shabbos was Pasha's power The Shabbos Parah, or the Paradumah. We don't know the reason for the red Cap. We just know that Hashem told us that it somehow, somehow can remove the tumour, the impurity that death brings. So Rashi brings down that the Satan, the evil one, and the Ummas and the nations of the world, the Goyim, they, they come to us and they say, Ma'tam, what reason is there for the Paradumah? And the and other Tzaddikim explain that when a Jew's Yiddishkeit is without feeling and without warmth then, then he hears Sutton in his ear and the, and, the, and the friend down the block that's having a good time going to, going to clubs and going to movies he hears, he hears that, that so-called friend whispering in his ear, ma tam? what's the reason for your Yiddishkeit? what do you get out of your Yiddishkeit? do you have any tam? tam does only mean reason it means a, a tam, a Geschmack, a taste, right? like you say a kugel is a good tam, and it's Geschmack." Matam, what 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 geschmack do you get from you this guy? I see you every time I see you going to Yeshiva, you look like you're you look like you're walking to the to the to the gallows. You look like you're you know, like you're going for your execution. Look at our heaven. We're going to the club, we're going to a club Saturday night. Look at us, we're dancing all the way into the club, mamish, and there and back. We're having a good time. Look at us, we're singing, we're drinking, we're laughing, we're happy. And you, you look like your mamish, walking around like an old man, an old lady. You don't have. You have no geshmack in life. You have no simcha. Your parents just load you up with all these things you don't understand. And then you go to your school. We go. We, we go to school. We get out at one o'clock, at two o'clock, and you, you come at six o'clock, and you have Shabbos, and the boys have Sunday, and get, and, you, and look at you. Look at you a and like an old man. And and because if this boy, if this girl would feel that their Yiddishkeit is lichtig, is l- with light and is with joy, then they wouldn't. They wouldn't hear that coming from. The, from down the block, it make, they, would, they would laugh at it. Just like as adults, if somebody comes and tells us, hey, "What do you need Shabbos? What are you sitting at home Shabbos? Come with us to the mall, right, on Shabbos." So as we get older, we know that, that we, you, we would never, ever, ever give a minute of Shabbos for all the malls and Irish kite in the world because we live the whole week to have a geshmack of Shabbos. But children don't get that. To them, Shabbos could be, if God forbid, that's how it is in the home. Shabbos could be just, "Don't do this and don't do that." And they, and they see these people from down the block that they're doing everything they would like to do and, and it could cause terrible 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 brokenness that, that he feels the child feels no time no taste and no reason in being a Jew that's what it means that by the Paradoom it's not just the Paradoom, he feels that all of his Yiddishkeit is, without, without, is, is irrational it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense to him and the truth is a Jew doesn't have to have all the answers but if a Jew's Yiddishkeit is the source of him feeling love And feeling simcha and joy He doesn't need all the reasons when, do, when, does everybody, when, when is it that everybody wants to have philosophical explanations? When the Yiddishkeit is not Kishma Whenever somebody comes to you and they're, 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 Whenever somebody comes to you and You know that they're having problems with the Yiddishkeit And they start to ask you about something in the Rambam Don't even, don't even waste your time nothing to do with the Rambam. Just give them a Cholmuk and sing and They'll be fine <laughs> And then you can talk about it around them later on, you know, some other time. They're not, they're they're no philosophical. The kids now, they're philosophers now. They're philosophers. In the old days, they were more philosophically bent. Kids nowadays generally are worried about one thing, and that's themselves. And themselves being happy. They're not worried about, they're not worried about free choice, and and how did God know this before Uh, he created me. They don't really care about that stuff. These are all openings and excuses and things and lines that they've heard, and they just repeat them. They just want to be happy. And the Yiddishkeit is not making them happy, it's that simple. So they go with a philosophical, they have to explain why they're not religious anymore. So it sounds funny to say, like, you know, it's not Kishmak. So, and my parents are not Kishmak, my Rebbe is not Kishmak, my Yeshiva in my home is not like it's not lifting. So there so, so there's a Rambam, because of the Rambam, you know, the Rambam was smarter than you and he also didn't have answers to all these questions, and he, and he kept on keeping Shabbos after that, right? At the very beginning of the Rambam Is where he asked the question How could We have free choice If God knows everything The Rambam asked at the beginning And you know the Rambam Didn't have an answer The Rambam just said In his own I'm not saying This is not how he said but The Rambam said Sort of like I don't know Beats me The Rambam said God's way of thinking Is not our way of thinking And after that He wrote all the rest Of his volumes Of you Imagine He managed not to go off The direct the Rambam The Rambam wasn't at risk He kept all of He described After the big question How does God know And I have free choice So so when you have a, When you have a Jew that comes to you with these kind of questions it's not it's not because of this, it's not because of that it's, it's an emotional in, it's, it's, it's not philosophical it could be because of the lack and the emptiness and, and, the, and the deficiency of Simcha his his guy, he begins to ask himself a million questions that's natural and then he hears the people down the block asking him questions and he hears it in different books and magazines and television shows but, if, but if, if he would have a Geshmak in Yiddishkeit, like our ancestors, and, 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 and they had a Geshmak in Yiddishkeit, it's a kasha, so it's a kasha. It's a good kasha. How does God know? an How does God know? You eat the matzahs and you wash and you put on tulum again. How does God know? He told us that we have free choice. How do we have free choice? I don't know. We have free choice. He said, that, not the word, we have free choice. We can trust that he's telling us the truth. But, but it's not philosophical. That's not what's the that's not the at the core of what's what's hurting them. That's what he says. So they begin to look in all physical things. This is the this is what's so said. He says the person thinks he's going to find she's going to find happiness in all of these types, desires and pleasures of this world, and it's all a lie. Just like Esav, Chazal tells the name means from the word Shav. It's a lie. It's a deception. Esav tells you it's going to be good like this. It's not good. Zeh That's why the world. The word olam, world, of course, is helam. Means it hides. It conceals. It's chayishik. It's dark. The world. The world is presenting itself as something which is going to give you joy and it's going to make you fulfilled. And kol kulay mar. It's in the beginning sweet and in the end it's bitter. So person he first thinks this is going to make him happy and he gets involved in all these different things that he that this is what he was deprived of. In the end it's very bitter. I met recently a a, a friend of mine, I haven't seen him in it must be since he was twenty. It's a long time. And and we were together in Yeshiva, he was one of the top guys in Yeshiva. One of the top guys. He's a he's a brilliant guy and he's a very hush of a Mary Khashwa Heart Surgeon in Manhattan now. And um he he left everything. He left all he left Yiddish kind We were together in Yeshiva last we were roommates actually. He left Yiddish Krim. And um he said to me and he had different service and he was he's been with he's been he's lived with, with you know over the years with thirty, forty different women Christ. And and I and I saw him Recently, it was just—it uh, wasn't a happy uh, occasion. We met someplace. It was, it was, it was somebody had passed away, and we met them, and, and you know, I hugged them. And I said, uh, I said, you know, you know, like 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 uh, like like Rameya said to to Alicia Benavu, You know, I said, I said, come back. I said, come back to us. And I, I can't tell you how he started. He started like trembling and he said, I, I, he said I, I don't know how. And then he said to me, I said, what do you mean you don't know how? You start again. You don't know how, you know how. But then he said this. He said, after all these years, the, the sweetest thing in my life that I remember is, is a black Gemara. It's a page of Gemara. Can you imagine? He says all of these things that I've been trying and going running to and going after he's a multi millionaire. They write him up in books and he's and he's this and that and, that and he's got this this woman, that girlfriend and he says the, he says, all I'm chalishing for is that black Gemara when we were sixteen years old. And he told me about when we were learning that we finished the Gemara one night and we were learning. He says that's what I, that's, what, that's what I think about. This is what a, this is what a Jew is, what's a Yid. All the, it's So in the beginning so in the beginning it's it's, masak, it's It seems like those things are going to be sweet, and but they're, they're bitter. They're bitter in the end. It's a bitterness. So that's what it means marlagamre, totally bitter. But the hatchilaso, and the sweeter the sweeter you think it's it is at the beginning. mean what do you mean? It means the taiv the desires of this world. The sweeter they seem in the beginning, the more bitter it is at the end means I mean, he's, he's speaking in such an innocent way you know he's, he's such a tzaddik so he says people think they're going to get us such a from just from eating and from drinking and from sleeping and from you know, getting together with their friends shmizing you know schmoozing with friends and then he says I don't want to mention other things I don't want to talk about other things that, that they think that's going to give them a, a pleasure in life in the beginning it's sweet, but in the end it's bitter. Certainly what this person really needs is not something which is physical. When a Jew eats, when a Jew... Certainly when a Jew eats, when a Jew sleeps, when a Jew drinks, Hashem is not saying that that's unnecessary. That's not gashmius that's not when we eat the drink. It's supposed to be something which we do as part of our service of Hashem. I'm not against eating, I'm not telling people they shouldn't eat to sleep or drink and, and to be part of this world That's part of what Hashem's book wants And it's part of our geshmak And to enjoy And in and, 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 and serving Hashem What we need for, our, for ourselves For our homes There's nothing wrong with having a nice home And for making it nice and for fixing things up And that's good And for the family that's not gashmis. If you want your house to be nice, and you want the children to have clothing, and you want to be able to eat, and so on. If it's done, of course, in proper, in proper balance, and it's, and it's done in with in in good intentions, that's not that's not gashmis. It's not it's not being uh, overly physical. You have to be careful to always keep a watch. that's not that's not gashmis. I'm talking about those things that are beyond beyond extra, extra. Our generation is very weak And those things that in earlier generations Were considered to be luxuries Nowadays is considered to be an absolute necessity We couldn't live a summer without air conditioning We couldn't live a winter without heat We would go out of our minds What would be with us? And, And uh... And these are things that in, that in our parents' generation, these, these were, these were luxuries. If you had it, it was had it, it was. Yeah, I remember. I remember when. I remember when color te- we had a friend in our block that had a color. Got a color television, and we, wa- we went over to watch the Flintstones. And we, the whole block came over, and we were watching, we were watching the Flintstones the color. It was like, wow, this is this. You know, you must be the happiest person on earth. Because only rich, rich, rich people have a color of television. Now if someone doesn't have color, it's like the biggest they will won't, yuslach. They won't even let him into Dominion. Into, into if he doesn't have a color television, what do you All this, these things, the changes that have taken place, and we're very, very weak, and those things that... Uh, the foods that are so rich and so, the desserts and candies that our parents and grandparents saw like once in their life you know maybe such a thing when they went like to the, that they were that they went for ten minutes that they saw it by by some big veer or chasna. now if the, even if the, if the poorest little yidl doesn't have it on his, on his table it's not. you can't make a shidduch with him if you can't afford to put it by the chasna, it's not a shidduch such foods crazy things crazy things Of types of foods And the amount of food Crazy It's a very weak generation And we think this is now a necessity And how much sleep a person needs now Everybody I talk to This this one needs 8 hours How come you don't come to learn I need this I need 7 hours I need 8 hours I need 10 hours I read in the the home journal It says you you could get very sick If you don't have 10 hours And this one read in this book You need to have You know what? All these, all these different, all these different. So, is there any truth to this? It's a schwachkeit. What is a schwachkeit? It's a weakness. So, you know big babies are weak. And a shvachkeit, a person needs ten hours of sleep. And, and and how many times you talk? And how many women? Uh, how many women? And we spoke about this before. How many women that they're, they're so broken and and they're so miserable because they feel that they don't have uh, they're, not, they're not getting the hours of sleep that they had when they were single and because now with the children and they can't sleep and, and they, they would like to have their, their ten hours and they want to have a sunday morning they tell her husband take all the babies children our rice out! out! because because, uh, because Sprint 's gonna have her I grew up I had twelve hours and I'm getting my twelve hours it's in there and it's coming to me every Jew deserves good things and I'm not saying that it should be better for the women or for the men, I'm not playing that game what I'm saying is that it's, it's not coming to you, who says it's coming to you? You want to get married, you want to have kids you can't set a kid on the Shabbos clock. Everything you want to set on the Shabbos clock. The kids don't go on Shabbos clocks. Everybody would like to do that. They'd like to have like this thing. And they plug the kid in and the kid goes off like it. <laughs> and then, and then, and then you set it for a certain amount of time, whenever you want. You set it for those hours. Like, oh, and the kid starts to cry. You feed him. You want to put on the Shabbos clock. And i like, 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 you talk to these women like, like this on this spot. I can't believe my kid is up all night. I don't know, what do you mean you, you can't, you, you, what, do you, what do you think the kid, why shouldn't the kid be up at night, they like to get up But they have the you on them, I don't know, they're afraid, they're hungry, crazy Whatever it is, they're babies, you know, so they get up I'm not talking about something God forbid that's, that's not not healthy, not normal A child's not feeling well, I'm talking about if a kid, if a kid is healthy what you, you know, you, I'm sure that you have the same experience of your parents alive and well If you talk to my father and you complain about these things, he looks at you like you're a Martian If you would tell my father, what's, what's going to be, the baby's up and... My father said, "Isn't that wonderful? The baby cries. That's so good. It's good for the lungs. <laughs> <laughs> it's healthy. <laughs> our whole, our whole weakness is <laughs> that that everything is, and therefore we get such a brach and we need more sleep, and we need this kind of food, and we need that kind of uh, uh, all these different things." He says. You know, and it's true. We, we need certain things. And because we, we, we're close to a week and we need maybe more sleep. Nowadays, if a person doesn't get a certain amount of sleep, he's, he's in a lousy mood. I'm in a bad mood. Anybody could lose their temper and yell and say, I, I, I missed a half hour of sleep last night. My kid woke me up during the night. That's why I'm nasty. That's why I'm moody. That's why I'm this. That's why I'm that. And there's a truth to it. We got so used to these things that it affects our behavior. That 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 we should that that nowadays we need much more that we should feel that we have that we have uh, what shalva that it's, that we have some peace and quiet much more than that than was needed in the past we need to have peace and quiet do you think our ancestors had homes like we have homes we can go to this room or that room and to have a, a little bit of quiet what we, we not they didn't have this thing I mean maybe big room vir- Mostly, they lived in the one thing, and there was this, and they put a curtain here, and there was a curtain there, and whatever. And this one screamed, and this one yelled. It was, it was a rash, It was a tumult. It was a tumult. And 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 now we have, oh, Hashem, we could go, and we could, even in, even in, a, in the home, a person can get a little bit quiet and go to this room, close the door. Can, we didn't have mostly. It wasn't we? we didn't live in this way, but this became all a necessity. So it's very hard for us to feel calculus simple, to feel filled with joy. Call or that it should be, we should feel in our homes that it's light, it's lichtig. But there, even even for our generation, there are some things that are definitely overdone. He says. In other words, he's saying it's just true. We do need more than earlier generations, and that's okay, as long as within reason. But 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 then there's even in our generation there are Mosoros. Mosoros, Just the word yoser means lo- things that are just overdone and needs that have become. Like we spoke about a few weeks ago that, you know, parents, mothers or fathers would say, I need to have my space, I need my space and to get away from the kids and where was there ever ever in the history of Klayasov such a concept of leaving the children and so on? All of this this is this is all part of, of the weakness of our generation. And this is about Scholar's a Geschmack. We think that it's very, very good. Like those, like those parents that they have some, some somebody else raising their children. It's very geschmack because it's quiet. They can go to, the, they can go shopping, and they, this one can go, to this and and, the, and he can go to uh, Shia, and she and, and, and he can go to see his friends and play some ball, and she can go to exercise, and she can go to take care of herself, and she can see her around with her friends. It's very gishmak, but for the end is It's better. It's better. The children that grew up without their parents. That's, a, I mean, that's this generation. Not God forbid, in time, but there's a lot of that. This generation that never was before. Children who are abandoned by their parents, and but but not by parents who are mean or bad. they This single time, Shayfa, I love you. I love you, Shayfa. See you later. You're the cutest. I love you, Um Please do the homework. She needs to finish up by this and this. But, uh, thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. Like you like on the show. Take care, everyone. Throw kisses. Goodbye to the kids. Uh, that's it. Finished. I'm not talking about going to a chasna to a I'm talking about, it's time to go for myself, my space. To go for looking. everybody's looking for space. We, we never had such big homes with such little space. The homes are bigger than ever before. We have less space than we ever had. And our Zadis and Doggers had tiny little homes and they had space. And now people have to go traveling on airplanes to get out to have more space. And they have to go to vacations and to all different places to have space. And I was acres and bobbies that lived in tiny little holes and they had space. So it's Ahmadis. And the and and, and these, these requirements are are when we when we indulge, they're, they're, they're very sweet, but, but there's a price that we pay. We have just look at the first page that I gave you now. We just have time to start. Anybody who's been in the shul for some time Has already seen this and heard this And I'm just going to re- review it The first page that says on a ne- The need for stimulation The pages are numbered One, two and three The first page that says need for stimulation Is from the Tzav Vizier it's, it's from the diary of the, of the Holy Rabbi After whom our shul is named The Rabbi from Piazetsna, The H Karadish Need for Stimulation the following two pages, which, are, which you could read afterwards, but we'll go over next time. The following two pages are written from a, a, an amazing, wonderful article that, that I read recently in a book. Written by, that This article was written by a, a woman by the name of Yael Untermann. Uh, a, a terrific article that, that I've already sent along to a number of principals and, and I'm begging that it should be required reading in all yeshivas. You'll see why in uh, uh, next time. But look at the first, look at the first page. Of course, this is written in Hebrew. It's in, it's in the diary of, of the piazets. the need for stimulation. I've spoken about this many, many times over the years, and, we've, and I've done it together with the chevrin on a number of occasions. The human soul relishes sensations. Exactly what the Rebbe was talking about, Rebbe So I was talking about in what we just learned. The human soul, and we're talking specifically, of course, the soul of a Jew. That's a chelik al kavimal. That Mamush comes from the throne of glory. Relishes sensation. He wants very. It, it relishes to, ha- to to have some excitement, to have to, to sensation. Not only if it is a pleasant feeling. That's what we're talking about now. now. Really, it would be great if it's a positive sensation, if it's a pleasant feeling, but not only that. But for the very experience of stimulation. The nature of the neshama of is that it's halishing for excitement, for stimulation, for love, for excitement. It's halishing. Sooner sadness or some deep pain rather than the boredom of non-stimulation a person would rather be would rather it sounds, sounds crazy but a person would rather even go through something painful than the boredom of non-stimulation than just not having any stimulation at all people will watch distressing scenes Right? you'll have cars backed up for miles and miles on the highway everybody has to stop and take a look at the accident right? P- and, and, and how many people pay fortunes of money to go watch horror movies, or to, you know, or to bring it into their homes, or, or, or to read frightening books? And, and I, whenever I teach this, I always mention, I always mention that, that the, the, the uh, obsession that many people have with going to all these amusement parks and going on, on frightening rides, and, and then people go. Uh, bungee jumping and uh, I don't know if that's still fashionable I mean I never went but all kinds of things, doing all kinds of things to have some excitement and I, and I always uh, mentioned this many times that, that I, I did many, I'm sure many of you have also done in as Hashem will have made many trips to you know, these amusement parks and over the years and we were once, and my, my daughter Suri she particularly, had, she had, as a little child she was with these rides, she was like crazy with these rides and and I was afraid, I always hated them, when I was a kid, I, I hated them, and the only time I went, it was because, like, the guys, like, you know, they made you feel like you were, you know, you, you were, like, not uh, going to be successful in life unless you did it, but it was really, I, did, I never really wanted to go, I hated them, and my, my, my father never had a hover meeting to take us to these things uh, he, he looks at this uh, my mother and father look at these things as they, that they're not for Jews at all and, and, and I never went as a kid only with my friends when we got to 16, 17 and the guys wanted to go to this place and to hang out and I was going to roll because I was always sick I hated it I always tried to find excuses and whatever my my Siri, all the mature, my children, my Syrian in particular so we were once in this place and it was such a ride and I always wanted to go early before well, the chasidim come, you know, when you can get in a lot of... The chasidim come like at 2 or 3, right? So you got to get there with all the lip rocks at 12. <laughs> so the chasidim just finished davening, you know. They, so, so they can go a lot, a lot. So she's going in this one rug that it, it like drops like 200 feet, like boom. This crazy thing, and I was just afraid to even look at it. And she comes down each time, this little girl, she goes right back, like, like and, I, and she just come right down. She runs back, and I was holding. She did not want me to stop. Sue, what is it? Well, I asked Sue, what do you like so much? What do you, what do you, what do you like so much with this, Roy? She says, Daddy, I almost died. <laughs> oh, it's great! I almost died. So, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a What do people like to go? People like to go to see. What is it people go see? Horror movies. I I can't get out of my head when I was a kid. I was sitting with my sister in the den. We were watching this scary movie with Betty Davis. I remember she was like, she was drowning a baby. I just, she was supposed to watch this baby and she's like talking and singing a lullaby and she had those big eyes, you know and she's like singing a lullaby, she's drowning this kid I had nightmares from this until recently, I'm just starting to come around for so many years I had this and then the other baby she puts under the pillow she puts the bed but under the pillow not on top, and she's also saying like you know, but under the pillow and and I, I'm telling you so many years I had a pocket from this and I was and I saying there with my sister so I'm the, I'm the boy, I'm supposed to be very tough and my sister's like going crazy and I'm trying to act like I'm fine but, in, but inside of me like a ass but then you but then if it's on again you turn it on again it's geschmack it's geschmack because it's good to be stimulated and excited and everybody's looking for something so that's what the Rebbe says the P.S.S. let's just end this such is human nature and a need of the soul just like all its other needs and natures because of where the nishama comes from especially with the yid so he who is clever, this is the secret of being a Jew, you can't get away from this need for stimulation and the need to have love and to, and to love. But he who is clever will fulfill this need with passionate prayer and Torah learning. A Yiddishkeit that's passionate, a Yiddishkeit that's exciting, and a is Hashem that's filled with a that's filled with love and stimulation. A Rebbe who's stimulating in his teaching And a, a Mora teacher in the in a home And Yiddishkeit is exciting But the soul whose Divine service is without emotion Listen to this Will have to find a stimulation elsewhere It will either be driven to cheap Even forbidden sensation Or will become emotionally ill From lack of stimulation That's the Mitzis I've shared this with many, ex, with many psychologists And people who, are, who, who have studied For many many years how, uh, how the mind of a human being, and then this spoke from the clarity and the truth of, of how the baby said this so many years ago. This is the, this is this is what we see nowadays. This is what we're seeing. These are not these are not children or adults who are incapable. Of, of davening and learning and, and loving Yiddishkeit they were just never shown what Yiddishkeit could be and they never saw that aspect of Yiddishkeit they never saw, they never felt the warmth of Yiddishkeit and, and they're looking for excitement they're looking for stimulation they're looking for friendship and ahav and love because there's a certain quota that the soul needs, that's what it already says like all its other needs such as human nature and the need of the soul just like all its other needs and dangers so you either fill it with passionate Yiddishkeit you fill it with, with with loving right things and good things and passionate Yiddish god forbid the person will either be driven to cheap, even forbidden ways of looking for that excitement in life or becomes will become sick become sick and that can come out in many many ways of 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 um, emotional emotional illness it doesn 't have to be god forbid extreme extreme, but in her article that we're going we're going to work on a little bit next next time. In Yala Unterman's article, she talks about some of these issues and, and, and what kind of emotional, subtle emotional illness is taking over many of our communities now. children where they're, where they're holding in and keeping in many, many things, not telling their parents, not telling their rabbis. And all of a sudden, like when they're 16, 17 years old, even younger, boom, things just go crazy. And they're not talking about things. There's, there's this illness that's simmering inside of them where the Yiddish is not giving them any fulfillment. And they, and they know that the other things are totally forbidden and they can't do them. And they're stuck in this place of not having any joy. And they, they want to get out of Yiddish but they don't want to hurt their parents. And they, and they don't know what to do. They don't know what to do. And they're becoming sick. They're becoming broken. Teenagers that are that are totally tzabrochem. And and this is something which is affecting us in many many ways. And Mr. Shem, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it, and we'll we'll do our do our best in our homes, in our lives, this, to try to be mechazim. The